What's going on, solopreneur recruiters? Welcome back. Um, you might have a sales call coming up. You're trying to close a client or maybe you're doing some cold calling and you need to understand better how to, how to execute these calls so you're more successful in the long run. You want to imagine that you're going to have 50 of these calls over the next, we'll say four to six months. We'll stay conservative. You want to make sure that you're handling these all the right way, that you're getting to the root of what this sales call actually is and how you're going to capture more clients into that bucket, but not just more clients. Uh, you want to you think about this whole process of signing on, if it's contingency, you want to sift through even the clients that you do sign on to your, your favorite clients, the ones that lean on you a lot more. So I'm working with a, a client out in San Francisco, still one of my first clients, and they've been incredible. I mean, they're hiring 10 roles on our platform. I've hired nine candidates through, through them in the past. We've made so much money off of them. And it's just a really good match. And that's what you're looking for, not just clients, but you're looking to have those handful of reliable clients for, for your agency that's gonna help you propel forward and help you build this whole damn thing. Um, so when, when you're on your, your sales call, the first thing is do not be nervous on this call. And sometimes you, you just can't help it, especially at the beginning. But do not put these people on, on a pedestal. And one thing that really has eased me on that front is of course, just doing a, a shit ton of sales. I mean, through that first year and my sales, my first sales role, uh, you're just told to have more conversations, get told no a lot more often. And Andrea Waltz's book, I talked about this on my other podcast. She goes into depth about basically how when you get a no, that, that's a little win. You should have like a little tally sheet of how many times somebody's told you no this week. And that's a big thing in the sales world is really training your mind to to ask things where you know, you might get a no, but you're going to start to realize that more people are going to say yes to those meetings when you cold call. Maybe there is a need there and it's going to surprise you. You're going to get through that and you're going to retrain your mind to, to not be uncomfortable in those moments. So that that's something that's been really huge for, for me as a sales professional that I realized a long time ago because I was trained and pushed through it. And I even with my other podcasts, I mean, I've, I've had Ted Karras, who's the who's on the Miami Dolphins now. He was on the Patriots at the time. David Meltzer, he's he's mega. He's got, you know, 500,000 followers on Instagram. He's on entrepreneur.com. He's got these podcasts with all these famous athletes and all these barstool personalities, the, the CEOs that have been on my podcast. You realize that there's no real, real need to be nervous because these people are just human in the first place, and you're not dealing with anybody on that level when you're when you're calling. You're talking about directors of HR for these small companies, or you know, VPs of sales for whatever industry that you're in, and just have more conversations and push yourself to get through it at the beginning. You're going to start to feel more like a business owner, like a, somebody who can who can sell, and just get through the beginning because probably the first. 20 sales calls are not going to be very good. And that's just that's just the bottom line. Um, but let's really get into what you should be talking about on these sales calls specifically. So first things first, and I, I, I saw a couple videos of recruiters who were doing like mock calls with clients. And, and some of them were actually doing live sales calls with clients. I, I doubt they were asking um, for permission to record those people. But you really want to ask more questions to that prospect because you want you want to dig into their pain points and not only that you want them to say it out loud so the conversation is moving in that direction so ask more questions you know what is your ideal candidate 
what what problems are you really facing during during your hiring process? Is there anything that's really killing you? Um, are people missing the mark? Where are the other recruiters missing the mark that's pushing us to have this conversation? And that decision maker is going to go into details about, you know, maybe there's recruiters that are just sending candidates from job boards. We're not sponsoring H1B, and they keep sending us these these people that need sponsorship, or we, we need account managers, not account executives, and they keep sending us account executives. It could be something like, I just don't have time to do the, these interviews, so we need higher quality candidates. There's a million things that they're going to be talking about, so you really want to hone in on that, ask them questions, dig deeper into those pain points. So this whole conversation centering around a problem. And what do you think is going to come next is, is solving that problem. And also when they're going into details about these pain points, be writing that down, whether it's on your computer in your CRM, you got a notebook, write everything that they're saying down in bullets. So you have it right there for access. And why do we want to write this down? I mean, in the future for you sourcing these candidates, you want to make sure that you're not missing the mark. But during this phone call, you're going to want to champion yourself at one point. So what you're going to do is at the end of the phone call or mid phone call, after they're done going through those pain points and after maybe you, you did pitch your service or something like that, you're going to repeat those problems back to them to let them know, I'm not somebody that needs to be told something twice. I'm somebody who's efficient. You're not going to have to hold my hand through anything. And I remember all your pain points. And then you're going to champion yourself after that. You're going to give these solutions that you've pre-thought of before this phone call for every scenario, by the way. And you're going to feed them those solutions. So give them their pain points back. And, and maybe they're interviewing too many candidates, like I mentioned before. What you'll say is, you know, I'm an extension of you. I'm a bottleneck. You know, all of these candidates that are coming through, I'm going to vet them, go through all these details. And what I'll say is I'll pull in one of their job descriptions that I know I'm going to be sourcing for in the future, and I'll talk about their experience. So you're looking for an account executive with four years. I'll make sure they're industry specific. I'm going to be your extension. I'm going to be a bottleneck. So you're not dealing with a bunch of bogus, just bullshit candidates in your pipeline and wasting your time. Um, you're dealing with bad quality candidates. I, I know that's a huge problem. That's something that I hear all the time when I'm having these conversations. Here's how I find better ones. I come up with my top 50 or top 100 and I work on that list only. And I put the job board or inbound candidates off to the side. And I only find candidates that I know are going to be perfect fits for you. And we're going to start there and expand out from that location. Um, maybe they have a bad history with other recruiters like they're they're very wary about having to deal with getting your contract signed like i don't want to you know i don't want to take this contract over to my higher up and just have this signed and have to deal with something that's not going to work this is what happened to me over and over again have a testimonial ready here's what my client said about me they lean on me all the time and i, I talk about my client in san francisco i got one in boston and nashville and austin i got a bunch with written testimonials letting letting prospective clients know that, hey, this person knows what they're doing. They're an extension of me and everything they're saying is valid. And they've been great for us in our hiring process. Give that social proof as well. And even if you're just getting started, you know, have, have a very human experience with them on that first phone call. Highlight the positive of you getting your business started in that, hey, I'm getting this thing started. I know I don't have a long list of clients and, and happy clients in my past, but here's what I've done in recruiting and the positive of working with me 
is that I'm going to give you everything I have. You're the only person that I'm going to focus on. I'm going to be in your corner and I'm going to prove myself over the next year to you. And you're going to, this is going to be the best decision that you've ever made. If you just give me a shot, that human experience and, and them knowing that you're going to go to bat for them and them only is a huge, huge positive. So before these phone calls, write all this stuff down, write the pros of, of your, of your business, write the cons of your business and find ways to spin it. And we'll not spin it, but basically take those negatives and turn them into a positive. So again, to review this, slam on those pain points, expand on them, get them to talk, ask more questions, ask more questions. You shouldn't be talking all that much in the first half of this phone call. It should be them talking. At the end of the day, they don't want to sit there and just hear you ramble about your service and just ramble about how you're the best. Bring them to those problems, walk them to it, and then position yourself as the champion and the solution. And also a huge, huge part about sales and the human experience is, is storytelling. And again, tell some kind of a story that humanizes you and puts you in a good position. And like I said, it could be maybe your, your, your work experience if you're just getting started about your experience in sales and what you've done to make sure that maybe you're faced with adversity in the past, how you handled that. That could be a huge pitching point for you. For me, again, it's those client stories and talking about my relationships with them, specific conversations that I've had with them, uh, specific uh, uh, you know emails that they've sent to me after we, we've went through this this hiring round and how we just absolutely smashed it for them. And talking about those human experiences is going to make a big difference on your sales calls. You do this over and over again, and you're going to be more successful than people that are just getting on the phone. What roles are you looking for? Then diving into what your service is. Of course, you're going to win clients here and there, but the the whole game with recruiting is not just having clients. It's having repeat clients that come back to you, that trust you. The clients that I'm working with, they, they know they can trust me. They know that I, I do what I'm, I say I'm going to do, and they're willing to pay me for it. Um, I'm going to be firing clients in the future. I've done it in the past. You don't want to have clients where you're chasing them around, where the radio silent, they, they don't respect you. Create that relationship, make it human, tell stories, have that attachment with each other and build, build for the long term. And that's how you're going to be able to sell over the phone. This, this video, like the other sales videos I I've made could probably be an hour long. And this is something that I'm going to add to the course that I'm making. It's going to be a, a long form, uh, just crash course on sales. that's going to be coming out. But think about that. Think about that when you're on the phone. Um, yeah. Okay. I think that's it. So if you could like and subscribe, and um, if you could write me a review on Apple podcast, if you got anything from this video, um, definitely, definitely, uh, that would mean the world to me. Otherwise, um, we'll keep we'll keep coming out with the free content and um, appreciate you guys. Thank you.